0: Experience. Hi, Schwa. Hey. So we have Joshua T. Ruth. I guess we didn't even introduce each, uh, each other last time right? that we were here. Uh, this is kind of a Cinema Fantastico, kind of one-off, well, not even a one-off series. It's one of those micro-series, uh, one through five. Micro-series. Uh, Beards on Breen. Think, like, serial,
1: season one.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, I always think of the uh, the Punisher um the the first run that they did, which Right. Didn't know that did they just call those mini series? I don't think they had micro series back then.
1: Yeah. I think they're just call them miniseries or
0: limited series, limited. I think, is the, the correct terminology. Okay. Yeah. And they're usually like one through five. Exactly. They're very rarely over five issues. Yeah.
1: Which is them, nice to get turned into a graphic novel later on that they can sell all together.
0: Yes. Do you think they had the foresight at that time to do graphic novel versions?
1: Well, they wouldn't do that. What they would do is they'd put them all, they'd do the ep- issues individually, kind of mm-hmm. like Watchmen, you know, was originally released as separate issues. And then, but where it really kind of took off and everybody really got into it was when it, they released it all as like a trade paperback. And so, yeah, that's basically. But do you think it. that was their
0: intention from the very beginning? No.
1: Well, I mean, I think, sure, that at that point, I would assume that things like trade paperbacks, you know, went back pretty far. Where they would just take a bunch of issues and put them all together. Um, I mean, if you really want to get into, that's where comic books started. You know, it was just basically taking a bunch of like pages from the newspaper and putting them all together. Um, you know, and that's actually like the first comic book. So
0: yeah. Well, I, well, because I, I remember like the when the Wolverine, the the first like uh, the, the Frank Miller cover on the front, yeah, yeah. where he's doing like the finger yeah. thing, like you know, come here sort of thing. Uh, yeah, that was a, a, a limited series, mm-hmm. like one through five or one through six or something. Uh, but that didn't, that didn't get on like trade paperback for quite a while. Yeah. I do have, oh my goodness. All right. Hang on. Tell, tell a story or something. I'll be right yeah. back. Yeah.
1: So my first, uh, trade paperback I ever got was uh, one of the first comics I ever got, which is, uh the greatest batman stories ever told and uh, because i had you know shortly after seeing batman in 89 and of course like everybody else was super into batman um and then i got that and that was you know the greatest batman stories ever told just a a compilation of a bunch of batman issues Yep. um but But see
0: this this is what i remember is when they would do these where they're almost like little oh that's awesome yeah it's like Um, a size of like a paperback small paperback book yep
1: um, uh, that's really cool and is it a novel or is it a bunch of comics oh yeah no, the, yeah. no that's wonderful that's wonderful what's the copyright it, date on this I wonder um, oh so. man I had that
0: when I was a little boy yeah my sister I don't want to date you here but,
1: um, but 1978 is the copyright on this yeah. um, this is great I've actually never seen cool. one of
0: these I have a few of them the, Yeah, that, this that is, one was my favorite one this
1: is exactly what a trade paperback is it's just much smaller right. um, you know so I'm sure this is probably where those started Awesome. So yeah, this is that, but uh a podcast, you know, mm-hmm. limited, very uh limited edition, high quality awesomeness.
0: Uh what just happened
1: tonight, Joshua? Um wow, I don't even know where to begin. Uh so we watched uh the second film in the Neil Breeniverse, uh which I Chronologically. Had, <laughs> chronologically, um, which of which I've seen none of them. Uh, And so we are going through them uh, week by week and uh, immediately uh, talking about it afterwards, dissecting it, and, uh, you know, kind of processing it. And so we watched tonight uh, Neil Breen's uh, I Am Here, and I I said this all wrong last week because I didn't realize dot, 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 dot now. Yes. The whole time you were saying that, like I thought there was three dots and you were just saying the dots slowly. Um, I didn't realize there's four dots. I was
0: saying it slowly, but yeah.
1: I don't know if you'd call that um, like a super ellipsis or like an ellipsis plus, (laughs) you know? Just like a bonus ellipsis. Right. Uh, But yeah, and I love like in the actual movie itself, uh, when the title comes across, it's done that exact same way. So it's like, I am here. And then the dots appear on screen and then there's like a pregnant pause and then now. Right. So yeah. Um yeah. I don't know why I kind of I, I keep on underestimating Neil Breen. Like I keep on thinking that this is a you know that the next movie is gonna be like, you know, whatever some uh again i think i got that impression of something that's very new agey in my head mm-hmm. and so i keep on thinking the next one's going to be like some new agey thing which kind of but um yeah. i think that like I mean, I, look, this is a spoiler cast, but I think you you also might have people that can't get their hands on these films necessarily, and have only seen clips online, uh, which is I know how a lot of these things get, you know, that, a lot of people hear about things like Neil Breen because of uh, compilation clips, right. where you're going to take all the best, quote unquote, best moments and put them all together. Um, so,
0: Well, there are a couple of different ways to to kind of find, uh-huh. and discover, and learn there's there's one of the lazy ways to do it is just to watch other video casts or listen to other podcasts that right have done the same thing that you're experiencing right now mm-hmm. or just simply dissecting the movie from beginning to end and uh, m- m- kind of giving giving the person a a pass to watch it without actually watching it, yeah, but still be able to speak about it, sure, and maybe putting it in the back of your brain of like, you know, do I want to watch this? Because sometimes I hear things of, right. Oh, they're you know they're long sequences, but they yeah. get you know they get kind of their you know their little treats of of condensing all the best parts into into one thing.
1: Which again, I think in some films, um, that's definitely the way to go. You know, like I think there's a lot of bad movies that you don't want to uh, watch the whole thing time is too valuable of a resource to waste your time on things like that but i do believe that with um uh the the oeuvre of neil breen we're doing this right uh we're sitting down and fully watching the film from beginning to end sure um so that we can um critically discuss the artwork that is happening um and i think that's a much better way of doing things um and yeah like i almost i kind of want to like just like unpack <laughs> the story uh, that is in this film mm-hmm. um which is uh <laughs> that basically uh, a something lands like a meteorite of some kind something mm-hmm. comes in from the atmosphere um in which case it seems like v- what has crashed onto the planet is a robot like jesus figure of neil breen um, who is essentially? I mean, I, I would assume coming through. This is like this is um, the end. Like this, this is this is uh, you know, like basically like the end judgment. times. This is judgment, and this is where humanity is going to be called to pay for all of its sins against the planet and each other and our Creator. Mm. Um, and uh, you know, like spoiler, because a spoiler cast like he decides to give us another chance but not before he, uh, you know, wrecks some shit, like, while he's here, you know? Like, definitely cleans up some house. Yep. Um, And in the last movie, Neil Breen is a, um, you know, a, a, like, super agent terrorist. And in this movie, (laughs) he is robo-Jesus, God, uh, alien, zombie um and uh boy I don't know where you go from this first of all
0: well um, l- l- let me back up a little bit yeah. because I'm I'm I have always been curious at the beginning of the film which is very similar to Double Down uh uh-huh. even up to the music is kind of similar to where it's the clouds uh fade in Neil Breen uh uh-huh. movie title <laughs> yeah and then, you know, things just start to happen. But in this one specifically so far, you see two moons. Okay. So what does what does that explain to well, you? I mean, what did, do you think that means?
1: I mean, I would say that... Are we on Earth or are we not on Earth? I would say that this film might not take place on Earth. Um, you know, he says something very early on in the film where he's talking about humans, um, you know, and and but then he says, uh, all of the other uh, uh, life on the life on all the other planets in the solar system, mm-hmm. like, are doing better than you are, humans. You know, you humans are like a failed experiment, and all of the other life that I've created. On all the other planets in this solar system.
0: Well, not just that, but species. He right, says specifically right, species right. and other animals. He says and, species quite a lot.
1: Yes. Um, so yeah, so it's it's like so then I'm I'm forced to wonder it's either that this is not on Earth, or Neil Breen doesn't understand that we have the only life in the entire solar system and Galaxy and known universe, um so unless w- he's been
0: talking to James Cameron right, right, sure, who believes Jupiter has you know the surrounding moons have plenty of. Life underneath the ocean or the the icy crust. I mean, does, does 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 Jim Cameron believe that, or do you believe that's possible? Because well, probably that it's possible. Yeah. He, he wants to go explore.
1: Sure, yeah, I'm down. for I mean, I think that's that's incredibly cool. likely yeah. that that there could be a microbe of some type that is frozen in ice and that could also completely destroy all of humanity. Um, but you know, I'm all down for exploration. Yeah. but yeah, so yes, it's it's possible. I don't think that um that that uh, Neil Breen uh, robot. Uh, You know, God was (laughs) talking about, you know, the frozen in ice things when he's talking about how the other life that he's created on other planets. So, again, we come back to the fact that, like, he's either, like, knows something we don't, (laughs) you know, or, like, is woefully uh, undereducated about um, the the nature of life in the universe. Or that this is something that doesn't take place on Earth, which the fact that there are two moons could actually be either one. Like, I can't. I can't believe he really thinks there's two moons. Um, So you know, maybe it really isn't on this planet. But if so, it's—I mean, it's—it's got a Las Vegas. I mean,
0: it could have been where he he came from though too where he Possible. zapped down from because I don't remember wasn't... seeing the two moons thing so I
1: have to you know go on your yeah. uh, recollection of well, that was, it
0: was during the the, the the whole cloud thing and right before you saw the the meteorite or whatever the vessel right. that came down from the sky you saw okay. the two moons up in the so he's maybe
1: coming from a place that has two moons then, right yeah he you traveled know? across yeah yeah you know,
0: definitely whatever is whatever is dimensions or... yeah
1: which then ev- even adds more questions as to why he thinks that there's life on other planets in the solar system, right. um, you know, or again, maybe he knows something we don't. It's possible. Um, but it is Neil Breen. Yeah, it is Neil Breen. Uh, I, I, I just, you know, again, like I think, that, so we also need to talk about like the, uh, the main thrust of this film. Cause like, yes, he comes down to make people, uh, you know, pay, and in some cases he redeems people. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, but but the villains in this are um, are government officials and lawyers, like specifically, specifically those two groups. And it's um, you basically have uh i mean probably in my opinion the my favorite parts of the film Mm -hmm. are when you have these like (laughs) malicious and evil uh government officials slash lawyers and lawyers who are like cavorting with gang members and you know just standing around and talking about their evil plans yes um you know and just things like uh you know it's like oh thank this is my payoff and uh thank you for my my payoff and we do this because <laughs> of greed um and then you have a subplot of people who are working in like sustainability and renewable energy yeah um and they are getting their funding cut by the evil lawyers and government officials yes um and then which of course drives the well-intentioned and one of them is a mother twins um who are both like con- eco-consciously minded mm-hmm. that are forced out of their jobs because of the evil government officials and lawyers and the and, economy and the economy and sometimes insurance people right um and so uh they have to become uh, strippers
0: slash escorts yes because they're hot.
1: But yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, and then that like. I mean, that's coming from them. I'm not just saying that. Well, yeah they they dude, say
1: it, they say they're we're hot. We're yeah, twins. We're hot. We're hot. 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 We got to do yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. And there seems to be no other options for them. Right. You know, it seems like because a
0: guy in a bike goes whoa.
1: Right. Exactly. And like so falls obviously down. you know
0: it's yeah the, the, they got
1: to be super. They got to be super hot. hot. And apparently the market is so bad that. There are only two kinds of jobs for women of their type. It's either yeah. you know eco crusader um, or you know prostitute slash stripper. Right. right. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah. And this is a morality tale. Really, it's really a morality tale. You know, it's a morality tale about the evil you know interests that he does say you know at the end corporate lawyer. But, like, I just felt it kind of um, interesting how the corporate part was left out of the movie a lot. It was lawyers, lawyers, lawyers. Like, I mean, there are things like... We talked about watch lists on the last movie. Yeah. (laughs) Like oh, boy, like, I would definitely be looking at this guy after this one. (laughs) Let me tell you that. I mean, he's doing things like, I have eliminated all the lawyers and the government officials. Like, you know, and it's like, hey, I'm glad Neil Breen is, like, happily making these movies, but, like, you know, this is manifesto shit. <laughs> like it's not far off. Yeah.
0: I, I can I can do anything. I can wave my hand and Right. You can't touch me and I uh, you know, I have all the technology to
1: Well the comic way I mean, the way that it's um that it comically just villainizes like this entire subset right. of prof- of professions
0: like nothing specific
1: right it's all nebulous and you know and it's like government officials are evil and lawyers are evil and and that's that's it. It's not like we didn't specifically say, well, they're evil because they did this thing. Yeah. Or, you know, there's it's just the government officials and the lawyers are trying to kill sustainable energy. And and I think what's really fascinating about this film is that it in its ideology, um, it seems to be very much like a I don't know, like a progressive kind of like a screed about, you know, about, you know, how we've got to take care of the planet and all of this
0: stuff. But, but yeah, it's you very know, Captain Planet almost. Right, you know, right. But then,
1: in. like, it's also something that seems to, at the same exact time, exist within this almost like Alex Jones type kind of like paranoia and just mass conspiracy theory like distaste and distrust right um that it's like the combination of those two things are just truly fascinating to me um because this film is uh as we should say came out in 2009 yeah right so um as this film comes out in 2009 i mean we're talking about you know just uh second term of obama just starts right so if you talk about um you know politicians right you're probably talking about him right so that would tell me and then that's certainly not an unusual thing you know you've got when, like did, this, when did
0: he enter office uh
1: 2000 and um and or no he just
0: started his first term then right
1: so yeah 2008 then 2012 so See, i'm um, wondering yeah I'm-
0: you know, I'm wondering, though, too, that even though it says that it was released in 2009, right. it actually was maybe yeah. partially or mostly finished before then. So this is Not maybe too kind of like after, a Bush like, era, like well, late Bush era What we response. talked about last time is... Uh, two thousand and five was right. before the big like fall of the like of the economy yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and the and the crash and everything with the uh stock market and real estate. Uh he might have already been making this movie mm-hmm. before that even happened. Yeah. To a certain degree, or I don't know, or like right when it happened. I mean it's but seems then it took to another me, couple years for him to get it out. I could believe it would take Like him. he didn't have any like he lost his money too.
1: Yeah. It's obvious that this movie took a long time to make. Like, I mean there's you know, there was a craft put into it but i definitely think with the imagery you get of like the the ticker and stock market of mm-hmm. the things like that like it feels to me that there's definitely something about a response you know much like um i felt with double down how this was like this was an emotional almost like this uh, stream of consciousness knee-jerk emotional like very ill-informed but but still like kind of cathartic response to uh you know 9-11 right Mm -hmm. um and this felt like that it felt like this is just a guy who maybe doesn't really read the news that much but he's like I feel this way about what's happening to my country right now, and I'm going to make a film about it. Um, and it feels to me like this is the same exact thing, but it's about the the uh, the housing crisis, yeah, and it's about the just the the you know growing uh, almost depression that we went into, yeah, um, at the time. So I mean, I I kind of think and and i think you're right i mean with the timing if this movie came out in 2009 we're probably talking about late late bush era you know in terms of that kind of thing um but uh but it it definitely feels like more of the moment um in terms of that you know i definitely think it's like a response to that kind of thing that's that's what i read about it and it seems to me that that is exactly what he's talking about he's like it's a he is talking about this morality tale but what i think is interesting just like i felt was interesting with double down um is that his way of talking about this morality tale is to cast himself as some like godlike in this case literally godlike figure who's also like a murderer and is deadly and is also like you know he always like has like love scenes or scenes with him with like a naked woman Mm -hmm. um which uh is so you know it's it's very fascinating the lens at which he approaches these morality tales that he's telling um i wonder what you make of the whole like zombie thing so there's like this multiple for the audience there's multiple shots where you've got him, Neil Breen's face, standing out in the desert, slowly turning his face, and then it gets like quick cut intercut with uh, this like zombie. Zippity-zappity music. Yeah, exactly. Sounds. Right, and it's like this zombie kind of a creature thing that looks like, uh, it's got like long black hair. I mean it genuinely looks like like um if you've seen um Hocus Pocus. Right. Uh uh Doug Jones' character in Hocus Pocus that, you know, like looks like that, like a shriveled mummy type zombie with long black hair. Yeah, and hair. I'm wondering if
0: it's the actual like rubber mask that
1: yeah. <laughs> that came from that it movie. It could be. It could be. But so you have that that's constantly referred back to and yeah. then in the like you know like one of many uh, revisited very uncomfortable sex love scenes like kind of with one of the women where basically she's laying down face up and neil breen is oh so awkwardly just like hovering his face right above hers face to face right almost
0: extreme close up like they're
1: not kissing. There's no like sexing there's happening. No thrusting. There's no. It's m- movement, just like really. And maybe that was it. Like maybe it was like you're intended to believe that they were having sex, and this is just like the most that he could do or she could do. And just like I mean, I don't. I don't well, know it, what was happening.
0: And again, it's another example of what I was saying with the. Uh, the, the escort scene with the politician right. at the pool right. where they're giggling and holding their boobs and then kind of laying in the pool and drinking the champagne. But there's yeah. no sex. There's no yeah. actual like real nudity, I, I guess for the politician maybe a little bit. Yeah, sure. But it's it, it almost seemed like a, a 10-year-old's version of what, they, what a kid would think would be this scenario you're absolutely right it and is weirdly... it's the same thing as with sex right now i remember being a little boy that what you thought sex was is you just lie on top of a woman sure right and then you pee inside of her sorry <laughs> I, mean, I mean i'm being <laughs> honest here right
1: i mean um i don't I mean, know if i boy. ever thought little. that specific one but like you i know. definitely remember the concept of like humping, and then not really knowing what that meant. Yeah, I mean, what do you do? Right? Yeah, right. exactly. Like, what do you actually do? Um, and, and a lot um, of this felt
0: that way, yeah, and especially totally. with those. No, it felt love like weirdly, scenes?
1: weirdly sexless, and and I think there was like um, I I guess I could go a few different ways on that, but the way I I, I gravitate towards is that that's just. weird really uncomfortable to do as an actor Mm -hmm. and like neither he nor she wanted to do that at all but he still wanted (laughs) to be like a little edgy and so he still did that because like it doesn't require well i don't know i mean we did get some bottom ball and double down so like he was fully naked in that but i think it it probably takes it's like less uh willpower to just do something like that than to fake sex f- on screen. So you have these shots of him just hovering over like they're like face to face and Neil Brain is just like weirdly expressionlessly and she is too just looking at each other. And then this intercuts with like the the zombie thing right that's also doing the same thing, which she interestingly is like more into the zombie mask than Neil
0: Yeah. You know, you can see. Nose rubs. Right. You know, she's
1: giving a little Eskimo kisses. Right. uh, You know, with the mask and, you know, just seems actually less uncomfortable, which almost made me wonder. (laughs) It almost made me wonder, like, in this weird way, like, was there a situation where like her real life lover was the one wearing the mask and she was more comfortable with that. Like he almost had this idea of like, I mean, I don't know. I'm completely spitballing here, but like he had this idea of like having a sex scene, but she's like, no, I don't want to do a sex scene with you. He's like, well, what if I have this, like you're, boyfriend or whatever husband wearing a mask yeah but that mask is my character um so i don't know i just i genuinely don't know what that character is supposed to be maybe it was like maybe it was an alien like maybe it wasn't a zombie at all and he just thought that's what an alien looked like or that's what his alien looked like and that's but then why is he a robot like that doesn't like he doesn't have to be a robot for the story. None of that is required, I, right?
0: I never got the idea that he was a robot. But
1: what's with all, he has all the 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 circuit boards and everything I attached
0: just, to him? I always just thought that was part of his uh like implants cuz you think of double down. Okay. He got his implants.
1: Right. Okay. And, and
0: one of again, uh, one of these through threads. Once you start watching more, mm-hmm. there's more things about implants or enhancements. So I, I always got the idea with that, with the mask, that he was uh, an alien.
1: Okay.
0: Who and that's his true form. Mm-hmm. And when he decides to show his true form. Yeah. Depending on what planet he's on, because that that all that well even though I saw this before this movie that I am mentioned the, the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy mm-hmm. volume 2 yeah same thing like Kurt Russell when he was going from planet to planet yeah, yeah, yeah. and having sex to get you know uh, his uh, his son or daughter I don't know I don't think he was gender specific mm-hmm. but he wanted to share the universe with one of his seedlings sure uh, and you learned later on that he it wasn't just Peter Quill's mom but it was hundreds upon thousands probably millions of different yeah he was starting uh, a franchise right (laughs) and would kill them if they disappointed him but they showed that he took on those different forms right you know he wasn't always just kurt russell with every single planet totally. though that would have been totally awesome yeah. because kurt russell could do that
1: absolutely
0: uh, it was uh yeah
1: especially dreamy wavy hair young kurt russell yes yes clearly um yeah so maybe no i think that's that's complete i still think that there's like something i i mean those circuitry i don't i think that he's like intended to be some kind of a robot cuz there's too many there's too many Terminator things in this movie. Um, there are very clear, uh, you know, homages to Terminator. I mean, he finds these people that are out, you know, like drinking and shooting guns randomly and stuff, and mm-hmm. um, and then like takes their clothes or takes the one of their clothes, right? And that's what he wears the rest of the movie. And then like drives his car, and you see like these shots of him like driving around. I mean, I would say. Because there's very, like, I just, I very much got, like, a Terminator vibe, almost like this is, in the same way that I feel Double Down was, like, being inspired by these movies of, like, you know, like, whatever, like, could, movies like Enemy of the State and, you know, mm. things like those kind of movies. Right. Um That, like, in this, like, there was definitely, like, a Terminator slash like kind of star man yep. kind of a vibe thing that he was doing and i definitely think that neil breen is probably influenced by their films and whether he knows it or not he is putting these things in because he's seen them somewhere else or he wants to put a little homage i almost think they might be um you know just uh kind of subconscious
0: with him well like, he's he's always said that he's he's always loved movies mm-hmm. And that's one of his passions that he loves to watch movies and yeah. anything and everything, and he's always wanted to make movies. And then now he's had the opportunity to do so, and right. now he's doing it. Yeah. So was. it doesn't it doesn't put me uh, in a place to think otherwise that he would not not necessarily play homage to something, but that it would uh, influence him to take those different avenues yeah. in order to tell his own story. Uh, I mean, now that you point out some of this stuff from the Terminator, I can I can see that. But he could have really made it so much more apparent. But he didn't. You didn't get like the big drum stuff, you know, the boom, boom,
1: boom. Maybe boom, okay. Boom. What about this? What if um, the thing that landed isn't him at all? Like, what if it's like a a shell? like that's what that 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 glowing or that not glowing that glass the paperweight or the paperweight thing <laughs> what if that's what the paperweight was like what if it sends it down here and it's like a a like a kind of a terminating robot, you know, destroyer, vengeance, you know, judgment day thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and like a uh, doomsday device, yeah, kind of like some kind of a doomsday device. Um, and then what if like the alien is actually him, and then that's the reason that you're getting that inner cut is that like because he's maybe controlling that thing almost, you know. Like well, you a, could
0: say this too what if, what if like the little orb, if it's a, a doomsday device. uh-huh. But in like Marvel sense, like that that paperweight is Galactus, right? And it's sitting and waiting. And Neil Breen's the Bean, yeah, is the Silver Surfer,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the hero to see, like yeah, totally. how, yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah. right. And just like he he decides at the last moment, which is I think a really interesting. Um, idea is that the creator decides to destroy humanity and then is convinced otherwise um i you know it's certainly not a completely original idea but it is is a good one um i just i wonder what he could have possibly seen in that that would have made him change his mind, unless it was the girl, unless it was just that, that, like, he had feelings for the girl or something. Well,
0: you had the 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 man in the wheelchair who was where chemo was kicking his ass. Cancer chemo. C- cancer, yeah, chemo yeah, ass, cancer chemo was kicking his ass, and he only had a month to live. Right. Uh And then one of the redeeming, well, I don't know why having chemo so yeah let's just talk about ass. that so so by the way like i don't
1: know i'm not i guess i'm I gotta, not a, i gotta
0: take a vodka shot yeah please.
1: right uh yeah exactly yeah it's 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 a it's vodka clock but but i mean in so i'm not a, a medical professional but like are there other kinds of chemo um that are not for cancer like or is chemo specifically for a cancer uh i
0: i Oh boy! I guess I don't know specifically, but there's there, uh, my my uh, on my dad's side, and I got this as well. I got this in part of my uh, DNA genome. Uh Is that I have psoriasis? Mm -hmm. So I mean, you might notice like some of the red patches, like my skin and stuff and that's a hereditary thing and there's really no way to get rid of it you yeah. can control the symptoms uh but there is a pill called uh, methotrexate mm-hmm. and it was something that i used to take when i was in my early 20s but it just it really bothered my liver i, oh, I didn't yeah. i didn't react to it very that's well rough. but what it is i mean it's it's a lower level uh treatment for cancer but i it's not a chemo thing i'm yeah. trying to think like what else would be
1: yeah, because I mean, I thought what the whole point of chemo a chemo for? would be to kill cancer. So I just think that the idea of a of a you I'm know saying that. cancer chemo is very is very interesting. Probably not necessary, but but adding words to things that are not necessary is kind of a Neil Breen thing. Yeah. Um. But so so he, uh, you see this guy who's okay. So wait, wait. So we're talking about the the housing issue, right? And if we're talking about this being a Uh, kind of a comment on the housing crisis uh, that we had, you have a lot of imagery of houses that are all destroyed and empty. Um, And in fact, like the one where like the big gang members and lawyers and government (laughs) officials um, all hang out in front of all the time um, is a broken down, all empty house. And then you have, I Well, because the
0: system is broken. Right, right, of course, right. And It's all symbolism. It's breaking it. Right.
1: Um, and, uh, so you have this guy who wakes up and again, I I felt like another good callback stylistic, um, repeat from double down is you have this guy wakes up on the ground next to a wheel, Um, But this is a wheelchair and he gets up in his wheelchair, like in this old broken down house, which I guess you're to assume he lived in or something. Um, And then he, he's like wheeling his wheelchair, very, you know, kind of sad and pathetic looking. And then he uh, accidentally like nudges, barely nudges some guy who's on the sidewalk. And then this guy like pushes him over in his wheelchair and all these people just watch, Mm -hmm. which personally I'm like, I think I would think I don't, always think the most of humanity (laughs) but i believe if that were to happen that people would do something yeah Um, but the only person that does anything is um neil breen the being neil breen's the being Uh um and he comes up and what does he say to the guy he says like not okay or not cool i can't remember what the exact that is not right that is not right that's exactly it you know that is like his his catchphrase he's like that is not right and then um and then he uh, waves his hand. Waves his hand, and the guy bleeds out of his eyeballs. Yes, and runs away. Right, um, and runs away. Then, and then this is—I was truly mind-boggled by this part because then there's all these people that are walking towards the like the famous Las Vegas yeah, sign, the, welcome like, to, Las, welcome Vegas. to the Las Vegas sign. Um, and he waves his hand and freezes all
0: of them in time. Four people.
1: Four people that all very convincingly completely freeze like te- like time just stops.
0: well that it, it reminded me of uh, uh, uh police squad right when they do like the freeze frame but everybody just stopped yeah. as opposed to like actually doing yeah. like a frame yeah, stop yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah
1: exactly so everybody freezes and then he wheels the guy up to the las vegas sign yep um and then like he looks at it and then he like wheels them away and then the guy like looks up and he's like all super happy yes so I think maybe what was happening there is that the guy in a wheelchair wanted to get a good close look at the Las Vegas sign, mm-hmm. but like none of the jerk, yeah, humans, no tourists or anything, like, right? Like yeah. none of the species was allowing him to do that because they're cold and heartless. And one of them pushed him over, right? And then he like froze those people and like let the guy see the sign. I guess, right, is, what I, is the sense that I can make out of it's,
0: it? It's kind of like Michael Jackson buying out disneyland so he can just go there all right. by himself and yes. enjoy the yeah. entire park or kanye or something sure doing the same thing yeah, or yeah, yeah. prince uh, renting out the entire movie theater right just for himself
1: yeah. yeah 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 it's just it's exactly like that yeah um yeah so so that happens and then you know the, the the wheelchair guy comes back we get to see him later um where <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> So I'm trying to work this one out. So the situation is, okay, so I remember that he, okay, I remember what happens to him. Yeah. But was there something that happens before that that leads up to it? No. Okay. So because there's it's basically. Just kind
0: of, we just kind of catch up with him. Right. Crossing the street.
1: Right. Okay. No. Then there's the people in the car. Is that, or that's a different yes. part? Okay, yeah, so is that... Yeah, that's the first part. Right, okay, yeah, because he comes back multiple times. So you have these people who are some gang members who I believe are part of the same gang from earlier Um. because they look... I think one of the guys looks the same. Actors are reused from time they, to time. They are, the that's why movie, it's a little so, yeah, confusing. Yeah, it's a little hard. And but so are the guns, so are, are the gang, cars. Yeah, exactly, these gang member types who he accidentally nudges their car. <laughs> in the um, same
0: car that was used in Double Down.
1: Oh, really, that was the same car?
0: Yeah, That's incredible.
1: That's great. And I, I'm sure it's Neil Breen's car. I said that is. last episode. Um, and uh so then they are being jerks to the wheelchair guy, and then Neil Breen again, the being comes out to save him again. Right. Um and that's this not right. Makes makes their eyes bleed again. Yeah, yeah. And, freezes um, freezes and freezes them. Freezes them. Right, exactly. His powers are definitely we know at least that he can freeze people yep. and then he make people's eyes bleed. And he can take bullets. And he can take bullets. Yeah, we didn't even talk about the stigma. (laughs) so like in the beginning of the movie he uh he he, like you show him like it does this like pan up from his feet which you can see his feet have the stigmata or you know some red paint like in circles on them and then as it pans up you see he's got his hands out you see the back of his hands Mm -hmm. and they also have the red circles and then he turns his hands around and his palms don't have them correct. so like well, it, it didn't
0: go all the way through
1: right maybe, exactly. Perhaps. so the nails did not go all the way through unfortunately and also they had him up with like his arms the other way right so because it was the back of the hand that got nailed and it did not go through to the palm. so just in case you didn't you know the Jesus well metaphor. if we're gonna
0: if we're gonna talk about this right, we have to go maybe a couple steps back. And I don't know if this was missed in your Mm -hmm. uh, line of sight in your brain, but before they showed his feet slowly descending down to the ground, Uh there was a scene directly before that. The shadow. Where you saw the shadow of Of somebody on a cross. Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. Of the crucifixion. Which is one of the,
0: yeah, the crucifixion, which was the only time that we saw something directly related to maybe the bean was coming off the cross. Right.
1: Yes, exactly. Yeah, that was the very first thing that I was like. I mean, it, I was immediately like, uh, you know. And I said that as soon as I saw that shadow, I was like, "Oh, are we gonna get Neil Breen as Jesus?" Little did I know it'd be Jesus <laughs> robot alien, um, which zombie. is zombie, so, zombie, which is so much better. <laughs> which I almost don't know if it's zombie. I just think that's alien. I sure. think that it's like we have to go to the store and we have to get a mask. I'm just that trying. Looks I'm like just trying alien. to cover all my bases yeah, here. Totally. I mean, really? Do we really I mean, know? Well, I mean. Maybe Jesus and zombie are kind of the same thing anyway, right? right? Zombie so, Jesus, yeah, exactly. Um, but uh, but yeah, so and then and the wheelchair guy comes back a third time, where you have the like what proceeds... So he gets turned into a young man. So you have one of the 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 eco friendly. Like worker ladies, who's a mother, right? Because one of the twins, because Amber. Yeah, okay, Amber. Um, so a blonde-haired Amber, twin. Right, so blonde-haired twin. So who had Amber, the baby? Who has no choice but to go into prostitution and drugs and um stripping, um because she gets fired by um the corporate, by corporate interests twice, twice exactly, um because you know of the lawyers and well the the, government o- the economy. And the economy, right? It's the economy. That's what her boss says. It, uh, be- because of the economy, uh, because of the economy, we have we to have let to lay go. you off. Yeah, exactly. So she gets laid off. She has no choice but to go into a, a you know a life of vice. And then there's a scene where she's wa- uh, strolling her baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, going for a walk right going for a walk with a baby that is baby easily a complete real baby like it's the most real baby oh, i've yeah. ever seen i'm definitely right. not fake baby at all in that right. stroller um still and, better than twilight <laughs> and so has and then like the old guy in the wheelchair is like looking up happily and then he gets turned into a young man by the being. But wasn't there something that happens right before I maybe Well I, he
0: he picked up a toy that the baby dropped.
1: That's it. That's yeah. it. That's what I forgot. So he picks up a toy that the baby dropped, hands it to the girl, to Amber, and then and then suddenly Neil Breen comes and it's like maybe that was like That was the you reward. Did He's good, like you did a good you did deed. A good deed. Yep. You, you know, you picked up this baby toy off the ground. So therefore I'm going to hopefully cure your cancer, not just turn you into a young man with cancer.
0: Um, (laughs) Can you imagine (laughs) getting turned back to maybe, you know, a 25 to 30 year old and then have to go through that whole cancer situation?
1: Exactly. It's like, dude, I had a one month left. What are you doing? Um, So, uh, so yeah. So yeah, uh, basically turns him into a young man and then says to him, now you go with her and be happy. Yep for the rest of your life and she well, live your life together right and yeah 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 as a couple yeah, and as a couple raise tell the family people, right be good tell people to be good um and then she like turns around is like oh well finally i got i got my random dude from a wheelchair that i've been clearly waiting for my whole life because i'm like a single mother obviously um and uh yeah and they just like walk off together like done deal yep yeah. solid right um yeah so there's the whole there's the whole scene of um <laughs> Which actually I felt was like very genuinely I felt was very uh, genuinely like Lynchian, where you have like the swimming pool and then like the two girls who are, uh, tr- you know, like obviously selling their body, but like you mentioned earlier, like in the most like I'm a child that doesn't understand how the thing how things work, right? And um and you know apparently to him hooking is uh having two women swim. While a creepy dude watches and loosens his tie and like looks really gross, and then they get out and then they take off their tops, yep, that of course you cannot see, and then they're like covering themselves. You can see that the actresses probably had to expose themselves to this creepy dude sitting in the corner, and then he's got a bottle of Dom Perignon, and then they from Double Down, right? Right, yes, from Double Down, which they there's they pour. (laughs) And if they make sure not to show the bottle while they're pouring whatever this substance there's probably club soda uh into these glasses yeah and then they do another shot of them drinking and the there's there's clearly the cork is still in the dom yeah the wax is <laughs> right. still right yeah. sealed yeah. on yeah, the dom exactly. perignon um, so they obviously didn't blow a bottle of dom on this movie oh no um yeah but then that but that's it like they just stand there giggling drinking and in the world of neil breen that what they're doing is being you know by being prostitutes is standing there naked or or like topless but covering themselves yep. while an old guy looks at them you
0: know right um, and even if i mean I, sure, I mean fine i mean that could be his thing
1: sure sure maybe hey I'm, I'm not here to kink shame i guess but like um but i don't think that's how it necessarily works no uh probably things get a little bit more nefarious and sinister than that but uh but yeah so um yeah, that's I mean it's is a fascinating movie. I I have got to say um I was excited all week for this. Like I get it now. I definitely get it. Like I can understand how uh you were talking about about uh it's spreading like a disease, because like I've definitely shown like three people this week, you know, clips from Double Down and yep. explained to them what Neil Breen was, and they had no idea and are all very interested. And it sounds like you've, you've uh, spread it to Sean. Um, and uh, so yeah, and I will say that like this entire week, I was like, I'm looking forward to this next movie, I can't wait to yeah, see what's gonna happen.
0: Yeah, it's been a tough week. Even though I've seen these movies so Uh many times, it's just it's so lovely to see it, you know, through another fresh perspective.
1: That's one of my favorite. One of my favorite things is. And that watching Anne's a movie excited, with know? somebody that uh, I that they've never seen it, but it's a movie I I love, and watching it with them, it's yeah. almost like getting to watch the movie for the first time again. Yeah. Um, and I'm and I biting,
0: totally get that. I'm I am biting my tongue so hard. I maybe gave <laughs> a, you know some little bits and pieces here and there how right. this is going to all play out, uh, up, uh, up until Twisted Pair so far. Uh-huh. Uh I just hope he lives forever or uh, longer than i am alive yeah, so i can see right. everything that he can do up yeah. to that point because i don't think he's gonna stop
1: um it doesn't seem like he is right so so you said there was four years in between double down and i am here dot 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 now mm-hmm. um and there was a four-year break between that so what's the frequency after that because i mean if, if you're talking about that came out in 2009 so that's 10 years ago and he's got three more movies so was it yep. like three years in between each or has it been increasing or decreasing frequency?
0: uh grab the pile right there see what faithful findings is next one okay and boy oh, you're really? in for a treat
1: all right uh faithful findings is 2014 so that's a five-year break yeah, and then but then the gap and, and then pass through is 2016. So that's two yeah. years, okay. And then two years more because 2018 is twisted pair. Yeah. So it seems like he's on a he's every on a roll. two year
0: now. Well, because now I I think after faithful findings is when uh, he really got the exposure. Yeah, that was a big. I think I mentioned yeah. that last time too. Totally.
1: Uh, again that's a breakthrough one that's the one i heard of so and
0: you know. so what he's been doing is just is mostly all the um uh kickstarter or gofundme i can't remember which one he's mm-hmm. been using um oh is that what he's doing i had no idea yeah so it's uh, i i don't well i don't know when he started doing that what are his i know definitely okay. for pass through and uh and twisted pair it was is it was crowdsourced
1: so what are the rewards like that's what i want to know I don't know.
0: Yeah, because I kind of missed that train. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, at that time. you got
1: to get on that because, like, yeah, if he's doing things like signed posters or set nope. visits, nope.
0: Really? That for so sure. it's
1: it's just it could be just basically a pre order.
0: Maybe I don't yeah. know
1: because that's it, what I want. I want I want the I want the 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 score. <laughs> for all this like this this like royalty free music or like you know like stuff like he, that. I
0: don't think he goes that far with yeah. stuff. Yeah.
1: Oh, if he did though. But that's that's the reason it's so great is cause he doesn't. So like if there was one Kickstarter right. goal that was like a a Skype with Neil Breen or even an autographed picture, or you know, like a poster. Oh, cross yeah, fingers. no, he doesn't
0: make posters. Yeah, imagine a Stickers, poster. is nothing. Do you imagine an official poster? It'd be incredible. Yeah, it'd be great. Yeah, or even just you know a, a glossy eight by ten headshot or totally. something. Totally. You know, oh yes, autographed. Absolutely. Uh, so and I will tell you this because uh, you did call me out last time. I have doubled down, and I am here. Dot 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 now it's almost like there's a fifth dot in there kind of there is there yeah, there, yeah like i said the the pregnant pause yeah. uh, those two i bought uh-huh. uh not straight from neil because i did not know the ordering process for right. those because even though at the credits and credits it has the dot biz yeah uh address when you go to that I can't remember if it's a dead link or if it brings you back to Faithful mm-hmm. Findings. Yeah. But you, you have to and I you have to go through, you have to put in the notes after you get to the PayPal section that it's like, well I, I paid for pass through or Fateful Findings, but I actually want uh double down yeah. or whatever I am here. Dot 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 dot. It's now. It's very. Uh, so I did that. So it's I did convoluted. That. I think in an awesome way. Yes. So I, I I am putting that to the test. Right. Because I I definitely want to make sure that he gets uh, his money for his movies. Absolutely. Um. Because I'm a firm believer that if you, if you really love something, you need to support that. Oh part. yeah.
1: I mean yeah. I mean uh, Adam is somebody that has a like I'm concerned myself to be a collector of media. And uh, and his puts mine to shame.
0: Well, you know? I'm I'm okay, but I mean, especially with somebody with an independent spirit like this, right? Uh, and uh, well, anyways, so I, I I put in that information. It was it was very hard though because PayPal can be a l- different in how you approach it, and this is just mm-hmm. information for the people who are listening who are interested in finding the older older titles. And there's there's kind of an addendum to this too. I have read recently that he is no longer supplying copies of double down oh or i am here dot 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 now right uh so if you try and do the avenue that i just did he's not going to do it and i think that was of like maybe november or december true limited edition 2018 out of print
1: out of that print? he well,
0: not well, yeah, he's just not making copies of yeah, it anymore. Yeah, well,
1: it's out of print. Uh,
0: but like I said, this was just over the last few days yeah. that I that I I wanted to see if I could still order it. Right. So I did. So I paid for a copy of so, Pass Through. Okay. Um, I finished the entire transaction. I could not put anything. There was no note section uh-huh. when I went to PayPal because I have the I have the one click was this PayPal. still
1: on the um, I am here now dot biz website
0: no like i said i had to go to the pass-through website through website got it okay and then uh after that after i got my confirmation email from uh paypal that you paid for this Mm -hmm. what i did is i used the email address i think it's like films 111 at aol it's like an aol address right uh whatever the the film company is awesome and uh, I forwarded my, my, uh, payment confirmation. And I said, well, I, I paid and I ordered pass through, but I really want, I am here now. Dot. Yeah. Dot. dot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Wait, oh, geez. Got I it. just, did yeah, all backwards. yeah, backwards. Uh, right. I'm getting ahead of Green myself. Will forgive you so, <laughs> uh, and then I asked, well, and if you can autograph it, that'd be great. Yeah. Cause I know some people have done that in the past too. Uh, I haven't heard back yet, but I right. expected that because I told sure. I told Sean the other day, who's now I've got him like completely wired into yeah. this too. Is that if you order directly from from Breen, uh, if, you know, from what I understand, it's it's only him. I mean, maybe mm-hmm. he might have an assistant, but sure. he just gets around to it when he wants to get around to it. Yeah. Plus, he's ramping up into what the rumor is now. Uh, from neil is that the 23rd of february is when pass through is going to be available to own and order and get out to home
1: gotcha purchase right
0: so uh want
1: a box set man
0: i don't know if i'll hear back uh, you know, in a yeah. in a week or two weeks, or if he says, you know what, I'm not making copies of this movie anymore. Right. Um, the other things that I've heard is that Double Down and I Am Here dot 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 dot. Now, mm-hmm. is he's almost disowning those as legitimate Breen releases? Oh, based, really? Based on these next three, which you'll find out. So this maybe is a like, reason th- why these
1: are like his uh his like like stanley kubrick and his like killer's kiss
0: Uh or you know thx 1138 right. sort of thing right
1: right yeah. yeah yeah exactly that's really fascinating yeah um that but tells not i can't like so you know does that mean say, pass through is like is like the first official as far as he's considering neil breen like um you know, he's he's that's that's the that's the official beginning. Those other two are just ramp up. I I would assume so. Yeah. Well, that's exciting because I can't wait to see. I can't wait to see the. Uh, oh no, the, Faithful
0: Findings is the next one we're gonna watch. Oh right. Sorry. Faith,
1: okay, so Faithful Findings and then Pass Through. Yes. Okay. Wow. Okay. So, but Faithful Findings is like the first, like official, as far as the. It's I, like the reboot. Do, yeah. It's like the the new fifty two uh to keep it on the comic
0: book like tip. double down and i am here is just you know it's it's the holiday special totally
1: yeah absolutely it makes versions. sense it's yeah. like the old black and white you know like like it's like the silent film hitchcocks you know it's like the 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 early stuff yeah and it's not the stuff people think about you right. know um yeah well i'm excited because i mean if there's more to i mean i can't wait to see what happens because this movie um was pure ass kickery i mean you know <laughs> like you know jesus figure robot alien zombie comes down like makes people pay for their um indiscretions against mother earth um you know like saves um all women uh eco-conscious women uh granola type single mothers from prostitution and strippery <laughs> like you know like you know makes uh, old people young and and you know not have to do cancer chemo anymore right and um he's like matchmaker as well you know like he finds he finds match for apparently single women um ex-prostitutes right um so there's that too um also can take bullets like Which is again like I think maybe a robot thing. Like I think like he's like a, I think he's like a shell that's like sent down there. You know whether or not the sphere is like a doomsday device that he is or is not going to use at one point. I definitely kind of get the impression that's a that's not him. That's like a shell. You know, almost like, um, oh, gotcha. Yeah. You know, kind of like, like the, it's projecting
0: a hologram well, or I something that, you know, too. like,
1: like w- you know, what was Jesus supposed to be, right? Jesus was the embodiment, the human embodiment of God. Right. You know, it was like because God is not a human, like to understand God, we have to put it in the form of a man, right? So it's kind of the same thing. It's like to, understand the the neil breen the being we have to put it in the form of like a robot that we can understand
0: or like the old like greek gods sending down the the uh images made from the clay that they sculpt and
1: yeah yeah exactly
0: perform their their duties based on you know their agenda
1: and also like the greek gods copulate with humanity right or at least eskimo kiss well
0: and then you know the corruption amongst the greek gods too
1: right right um yeah and i guess the the gang like we have to talk talk about the gang a little bit because that was like uh i thought some of the best scenes in the movie sure which is the gang just standing around being awful and gang Mm -hmm. again in the same way that i don't know if if um His concept of the uh, solar system or sex is the same as the rest of us. I think his concept of gangs and villains are not necessarily the same either. Like, I definitely like when they're all just standing around and then, like, the woman comes up and she's like, and then they're trying to talk her into prostitution. And then, like, she's like, yes, okay. And then one's like, yeah, come on, baby. And then the other gang member guy is like, no, I saw her first. And then just shoots the other guy in the wrist. Yes. Um, and then he screams, uh, which is the first time, I believe, that we hear the scream that is reused multiple times throughout yep. the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mean, there are certainly shots that are reused quite a bit. Um, you actually brought up as we were watching the end, cause this film is like, um, it mirrors itself. Like the, the first scenes are like the last scenes. Right. And it's like, you know, it actually does in a really interesting thing, like go oh, in a mirror. It's like, starts with clouds. Then it has, desert then it has feet touching the ground and you know da da da, and then it ends with like feet raising up from the ground and then uh you know desert and then clouds right so like talked about the idea of uh doing like like they do in uh room 237 yeah where would it people fold in the on shining itself. yeah exactly you know back to front front to back like does it fold in on itself does it mirror itself i think that'd be a really fascinating side-by-side comparison um, that I bet you could probably pull off with your technological know how, but uh, yeah. I think that would be a super fascinating thing, or even like layered upon each other, you right. know, like double double exposed, um, and see kind of the the uh, the imagery there. See yeah. if anything does kind of coalesce that way,
0: um, the darker side of the rainbow, yes. you know. So to go back to the scream, yeah, I am. You know, you think of like the Wilhelm scream, uh huh which is that famous, uh, I, it was like a, an alligator attack in a movie. I can't remember what the name of the movie was or mm-hmm. who the actor was. Who? Well, it, Wilhelm, someone, John Wilhelm, let's sure, say. Sure, sure. Uh, Wilhelm, Wilhelm. Uh, right. The third. Uh, it, it, it did this scream that all of a sudden uh, all the, the, like, George Lucas and Steven Spielberg kind of, I think, were the people who, brought that from the right. serials or it may, maybe it even started earlier than that. Like they used it for other things as maybe a, a stock sound sure. after sure. a while. Right. That was in the library of something, you know, and, and, uh, who was the guy that did sound for uh, star Wars, Bert, Ben Burt, ben Burt. Yeah. um, Maybe rediscovered it or, or used it again and again and just became like a staple of Hollywood. And it's it's pretty much in every single action movie that you watch these mm-hmm. days. And even if some people hate it, I would love to see eventually, I don't know, 70 years. Well, I won't be here in <laughs> 70 years from now. You never
1: know but that, you know, that, technos- maybe no. Robot no. Breen will save you.
0: I have to do a good deed.
1: Just saying, well, you know, but I want Keep that an eye scream. out
0: for any toys to fall on the ground. The scream is is the reason why you you recognize it so much when it happens again because it, it is it is unique. Mm-hmm. There, I don't even know is that an actual actor that was on there or did he actually use something that was from a sound library? Right, because uh, it sounded pretty clean of a sound, mm-hmm. and because he reused it. And, like I said, why wouldn't you just be on the set or, you know, in, in yeah. wherever you are and record somebody screaming? Uh, or if you were doing something in post, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Why would you not have
1: well, it, it? Either takes a shocking lack of self awareness, right? Uh-huh. Like, it either takes just you have no idea, like, no one's going to notice, or you didn't notice. Like that, you're just using the same scream over and over again. It's either that, like it's either like gross incompetence, uh-huh. or it's intentional. Like it's intentional because there is there's a lot of repeated imagery in this film and sure. in all Neil Brain films. I'd say that's you know as I'm I'm starting to uh, get a handle on my um, you know understanding of his auteurist nature, mm-hmm. and I think that that um, you know like even. Th- You know, I think anybody even, you know, unironically, you have to admit that he's an auteur. He is absolutely an auteur. And so, you know, with his uh, one of his um, signature things is repetition, Mm -hmm. Um, you know. And so, yeah, again, maybe that was an intentional thing, you know, like he wanted to use that same scream, just like he wanted to use the same shots of the blood falling on Mm -hmm. the desert. Right. Um, And this is, you know, this is jazz, man. You know, like we're just all part of him just jazzing out.
0: So in the same breath of putting that in perspective how much of the editing process do you think was picked apart how many times do you think he's actually seen the movie mm. before between the editing which they say there was a An co-editor editor, right
1: if that's not like a nom de plume which you say it's not you say it is definitely
0: a real person who's yes. the editor. Yeah.
1: Because it's not even listed as a co-editor. It's listed as, as editor. Right. Right. Right.
0: I mean so, I, I don't I don't truly believe that the, you know he just like gave sure. all this footage well, and this is how it all I mean came of course out, like but,
1: even you know even like a a, a big studio film the director is still sitting there next to the editor you right. know but the editor is supposed to be the one who's more of an expert and is saying well let's do this Well that's the, yeah this, the, that's the right.
0: technical and maybe some advice or whatever Sure
1: but, um but yeah I mean did he you know was the editor like yeah we'll just reuse this I mean that's the thing I I'm so fascinated to actually see like Neil Breen's craft, you know like to see him in an editing room and to have him be like, okay, let's reuse this shot okay, let's put in this let's put in this you know right like, he's like um you know just like an al like the alchemy that must be happening there um but yeah I mean so again and that's that's gonna be the big question um I think of anyone like him is like is this incompetence? Or is this like some really interesting art a tourist like effect, um, which I you know I have the feeling with Neil Breen it's a little bit of both, like I, I I definitely think that that's it like I think that the guy is just like you know turns out these moves I can't imagine. That his movies take that long like i think he probably takes a little bit of pto um from his job as a realtor and he knocks one of these things out in like a month you You know
0: know, and i had to double check because after we did the last podcast i was like am i remembering this right that he's a realtor because i had second thoughts uh, spread misinformation right and I almost was like, holy crap, I have to like edit right. every single time we right. said realtor or yeah, yeah, yeah. have kind of a voiceover going, oh, we were misinformed. And it was actually eight. he was supposed to be blah, blah, blah. Not a uh, sure. So, yes, he he was. Okay. Good. He was, but what he went to school for was architecture. Okay. I don't know if he actually pursued that, but it mm-hmm. looked like that's what his degree was in, was in architecture and then he was a realtor. That's So I don't know what type of realtor he was. You'll start to see, especially like Double Down and and this one, is you start seeing the same buildings. Mm -hmm. So you start wondering, is this one that he helped build, or was it one that he helped sell? Right, right. You know, like who's, you know, what? I think it's more like
1: who does he know that lives there?
0: You know, well, no, like, I'm not saying the neighborhood because okay. the, the neighborhoods—that's where he lives. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. his neighborhood. Right. The cars are his cars. The truck is his truck. Uh, I'm saying like when when the, they would say, "Oh, we have to lay you off." Mm-hmm. It's uh, what building sure. is that? Yeah, is it yeah, was yeah. that part of his? Does he do corporate? Uh, yeah, true. Re- that could that realty very much because could it, be there's a the difference between. Of,
1: yeah, that could be the outside of his office. You know,
0: because I mean, if he's sure.
1: using his home and his cars, you know, it's probably his office.
0: Would yeah. be my guess. Well, yeah, it, it could be that, or like I said, yeah. I mean, if he's just doing like real estate for uh, businesses as right. opposed to, uh, you know, if it's commercial more so than residential.
1: Yeah. What I I'm really interested in are the things that are unifying uh, between these films. You know, the things that we are seeing come back a lot. I think that that's going to like help to understand. Um, you know kind of who he is the drug brick as much as we can yeah the drug brick comes back um exact same prop even with the knife sticking into it um we've got daytime like yeah. I don't think a single shot of his takes place at night in the two films i've watched so far right so i'm interested to see if that continues um you know i I am interested to see if neil breen's next character is also like this godlike figure you know whether it be like some super powerful you know spy slash technological genius who is like a master of all technology Mm -hmm. and phones and multiple laptops or a you know like jesus figure robot maybe like coming back as an avenger like is that going to continue um are we going to see Neil brain as that kind of a creature again um and uh you know are we going to see another thing of like basically him with his writer's voice um expressing uh resentment against some existing thing in the world you know because it was like it was the government's In the first one, you know, it was like, oh, the governments are going to pay and da-da-da-da-da. And in this one, the governments are evil. And, you know, again, like this is all very... You know, like if you look at it like not as just a work of fiction, but as a uh repeated manifesto, yep. um, there's some real, you know, tinfoil hat stuff going on here below the surface. Um, so I'm really interested to see does that stuff continue? Right. Um, you know, and so yeah, I mean I am um incredibly excited for next week to see where this uh this journey
0: is gonna take us. Well, and next week I think Victor will be with us as well.
1: Yeah, he said he might be might be yeah. you know so we'll 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 see we'll, we'll see hope. we'll see if you're surprised but you know
0: and that's you know he's he's also seen it he that that is the one neil breen movie that he has seen right before too yeah
1: so. yeah yeah exactly so yeah very uh very i'm excited waiting for next week
0: cool yeah anything else that you can think of
1: um yeah that uh catering has been <laughs> changed to craft services but still by neil breen
0: Yes. Yeah. Uh, And again, what do you think craft services involves?
1: I think it involves like getting pizza or like getting ordered takeout. That's what I think it is. Like he pays for, he puts it on
0: his credit card. I don't think he's cooking for people. Oh, no. Yeah. I mean, I, I thought maybe at the most like a vegetable tray. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, it could be that. It could be drinks and vegetable
1: trays, but I think it's more like, oh, we're going to order from Gino's down the street. You know, what do you guys want? You well, must- he
0: drove by a Jack in the Box a couple of times. That's true. A Tw- couple of times. Uh, I don't know if that was part of their... Th- I mean, he could have said, hey, if if I'm making this movie... Right. And I drive past your, ja- your Jack in the Box yeah. in Las Vegas, right. can we get a little something-something? For the that's, catering.
1: That's very possible. I'm sure that they would have laughed him out of the building. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, I'm sure
0: that they would give get well, a, a lot de- of those are franchises. Dead eyed you know, stare uh, yeah, and
1: say, like, uh, I don't think Jack in a boxes are franchises. I think they're pretty corporate. Um, so but maybe I'll asado. Or a, po- a loco. A, po- a loco.
0: Well, the, the, um, most of the Jack in the Box, especially when down the really? street, it says that it's owned by so-and-so, so-and-so. I not know that they were. I thought they were corporate. I like guess cool. you see like the you know, So the maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he's like, Same yeah, with that hey, I'm going to show yeah. you.
1: I'm going to show your Jack in a Box in my movie. Can I get some of those tacos? Yeah. You know? I'll hook it up with the, the, come on, give me a breakfast Jack or two. <laughs> Throw it in. <laughs> come on. Come on. Let me get a sour. If I drive by twice, can I get a sourdough Jack and
0: some curly fries? <sighs> Oh, which reminds me, we did see an interior shot because you asked if there was any interior shots.
1: Well, yeah, I know there was... I mean, I couldn't remember any of them in Double Down.
0: I remember the one in Double Down was the family dinner Okay, with the girl with right. brain cancer. You're
1: totally right. And there definitely was in here because you had like the the, the the repeated like love scene was indoors. Yes. Yeah, so there was that in this one. But I still don't think I've seen anything that's not during the day. Which would in which would indicate the no lighting, you know. Correct. Which I will say that this one, the end credits did not say lighting, none, hairstyle, hair, none, right? Like it didn't say that portion, right? So you know that it just went, it's understood. Um, but yeah, it seems like he's really into that that uh, that that natural lighting, you yeah. know. Um, that's really what he's going for is the natural lighting. But again, I think thematically becomes interesting if like. He never has any shots at night. Um, I think that's a very, very interesting thing. And then, uh, you know, as we go, we're going to be able to build the list. Um, in fact, we probably should do that. We should just probably, like, build the list of, of things <laughs> that are in every single Br- Neil Breen. I mean, if there is anything that lasts through all five movies, like, is there any one thing that is the same in all? I'm going to guess. I'm going to go out on a limb. I'm going to say that there's a very good chance that Neil Breen is going to be some kind of like a super powerful figure in every single one of these movies and that potentially every single one of these movies is going to find the opportunity to have him around a naked woman. Um, but you know, so maybe, maybe not, I don't know possible. Um, but that's my guess. Um, but yeah, I have a zero idea what faithful findings is about. Um, none whatsoever. Uh, so, um, yeah, I'm super
0: interested. So, it's, you know, the, the, when you were saying the, you know, what's some of the common elements between, you know, mm. all the all the movies, I, I was thinking about the, uh, the the Star Wars connection of which characters have like gone through every single one. And it's right. been like the C3PO and R2D2 sure. sort of thing. Uh, but I can't wait until, you know, the, the denouement of these first five. To yeah. go through that process of yeah. what was what and who was which and uh, what carried through from beginning to end. Because I don't think a lot of this is really intentional. There's there's that, that cloud of an idea and a message that he wants to put out there. And he's telling it in different ways based on the resources that he has
1: i agree absolutely i mean that definitely feels like what what's happening here but what what's really fascinating is like how does that play out on across five films yeah i mean that's saying something right you know do having that play out across a couple of films is one thing like but having like these same thematic things keep on coming back over the course of five movies is going to be truly fascinating
0: yeah if those because you can start on. you can start picking out the stuff that's unique yeah to every film sure and find that that core right you know which that central i, I idea. mean i
1: almost think it's it would be I, I almost
0: want to see something different just
1: to see what would be you know what I mean, give me something that's completely different than what I've seen before, you know, like, Mm -hmm. I mean, that would be incredibly fascinating, too. I mean, at this point, I'm all in for whatever Neil Breen wants to show me. I mean, there were multiple times in this movie that I was just cheering out loud because, (laughs) thank goodness, this just happened. Yes, thank you. This is amazing. Um, Because
0: did did you even expect what? No, I, I, no I had no idea what to expect. Did you think it would be like a Double Down two type thing?
1: I expect no. I, I had really no expectations. I had zero expectations. I had no idea if it would be a completely different story. Right. Um, you know. But now that I've seen two, I it gives me expectations <laughs> for three. You know, like having only seen one, I don't no idea. Right. I mean, it could be a completely different film. The next one. Now yeah. I see these things that are the same. Well, now I'm kind of expecting some of those things. I'm expecting Neil DeGrasse Tyson to be some kind of a powerful, uh, kind of a creature. Thing mm-hmm. I'm expecting there to be some kind of like you know like a woman character to be saved or to die to be fridged or some kind of thing um, you know I'm I'm expecting there to be uh, cartoonish villains um, you know I'm 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 expecting there to be magical powers or, or high technology um, daytime you know so I've got I've got like a mental picture of what I think Fateful Findings might be yeah but um. I I really, I have no idea. Awesome. Yeah.
0: We're on this journey together. Yeah, no, and I just want to continue watching the movies right now. But <laughs> we got to keep to our schedule because yes. you got to put everything in perspective, and I think we did a good job it's again like this Game round, of Thrones,
1: so. you know, you just got to wait that week. You yeah, know? yeah, you it's do.
0: tough, but, you know, somebody's got to do it. We are the yeah. Game of Thrones of Neil Breen podcast. But I will say this as just kind of an end cap is that Neil Breen says that every single one of his movies are different. So when he's looking, when he's campaigning, Mm -hmm. when he's trailering, he says, this is unlike anything I've ever done before, anything you've ever seen before. I would agree with that. I,
1: I definitely think that I am here, dot, 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 dot. Now is a different film than Double Down is like, I mean, yes, they have these thematic elements to them, but, you know, I mean, they're definitely, I mean, you know, Double Down is obviously a spy espionage thriller, and this is like a um, pseudo religious science fiction Action film. Yeah. You know, so yeah, I mean, they're definitely love story too. But well, the last <laughs> one was kind of love story too. But yeah, I mean, they're, they're definitely very different films yep. for sure. They, but yeah, I mean, can't wait to see where Fateful Findings takes me. It's, I will wait with bated breath and see what the fateful finding will be. Trodge
0: throughout the week. Yeah. And we'll figure it out then. Yeah. Thanks, everyone. Thank you. Snary skit. He 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 He